I hate to do this. As a proponent of love and all that is good, I'm compelled to write about the word hate. Why? Because it is the very word that has driven me, pushed me, scalded me, harassed me, and pursued me from the very day I was born. I hate to admit it, but it's true. Hate and the power found within that four-letter word has forced success upon my life time and time again. And then the author goes down a laundry list of everything he hates. (laughs) I hated hating, and that is when I started loving. That brings me to today. I love the fact that anything or anyone does not restrict me. I love the fact that I am a creative being and that I can always create something from nothing. The magic ingredients that I carry within me into every day of my life are my imagination and my creativity. There's no wall too tall, too deep, or too wide that can stop me from achieving the fulfillment of my dreams. When I suddenly realized this, this was my independence day. This was my freedom. This was my liberty. So harness the power of hate. Fall in love with whom you can become and go live a life of awesome and unstoppable magnificence. So that was the opening shot. That was um, nice. <laughs> hello and welcome. I'm Gina B. And this is the Stories We Tell in Virus podcast. Our opening shot today is from an article, How to Harness the Magnificent Power of Hate by Peter G. James Sinclair. That's a mouthful. Um, mm. So before we dive into the happy hour portion of the show, let's say hi to DJ Lee Farmer. Hi, honey. Uh, he waved. He waved. He's providing our music and making us sound good. And a big hello to my gorgeous Stories We Tell in Bar co-host, the Stories We Tell in Bar's co-host, Jen Lancaster. I know who you meant. It's just me. <laughs> so, hey, it's Jen here. There's a big, big garbled hello back at you. <laughs> and I love today's topic because it's all about things we hate and oh my god do i have so many of them i'm glad you're being honest with yourself today what do you mean well you didn't want to admit you had pet peeves because i didn't realize that i had pet peeves (laughs) i thought that those were just things that made me me but honey i am clear on all the things that i hate very clear but before we get into all the things that we hate basically uh, <laughs> let's let's say hello to all of our listeners who we love and um in the various ways that you guys find us thank you to everybody who's been downloading us if it's on itunes or stitcher google play soundcloud podbean iHeartRadio. and if you are new to the show welcome to our craziness yes welcome so what are you drinking we might not even need liquor today because this is going to be a fun one i can tell you're right um i was going to stick with water but what i'm having I'm trying this out. This is by Snapple, and it's called Straight Up Tea, and it's sort of sweet. I and like that. It's, it's, a, it's an appropriate title because it is sort of sweet. So I'm, I'm having caffeine, so we'll see what happens. What you, you don't got? do a ton of caffeine. I do not. Uh, uh, I do a lot of caffeine. I might do some green tea in the morning, but I'm not really a coffee person. And then, you know, I think you've witnessed me on caffeine during yeah. comedy class. Yes, yes. Maybe I, I don't need to have as much. <laughs> so, And the brown chicks tell me to just not even do that before an event. So we don't bother. And Lee tells you not to drink vodka because it makes you mean. I would like to see you with like an espresso martini. See, that would be... <laughs> like 10 of them. Lee would not like to see that. Yeah. I would be hyper and super mean, <laughs> according to Lee. I don't think I'm mean on vodka, but he seems to feel I do. Whatever. Anyway, what you got over there? Okay, I am drinking just my thing, which is the Starbucks Passion Iced Tea, which is not caffeinated because I already had three coffees today. I don't need it. And I don't three? do Three? Yeah. I had two espressos this morning, and then I had an Americano, which is, I think, it. I don't know if it's a shot of espresso and then diluted with coffee or a shot of espresso with a little extra water but oh my yeah god 
No, that's if not I that many. Had, it is. If I had three coffees, first of all, I had to be peeled from the ceiling. And second of all, I wouldn't be eating anything for like the next 48 hours. I have a lot of mess. I absorb it. It's fine. <laughs> so speaking of that, the new fitness <laughs> challenge has started. Perfect segue. Yeah, it started on April 2nd. And there are so many excited people who are all on. Yay. They're all discussing their ways of, of their methods of losing weight. It ends right before July 4th. Oh, nice. And so I always, that my little joke is it's ending before Independence Day, so we can be independent of all of our extra weight. I was just thinking we could be independent of our pants, but I don't know why I thought that. Oh, well, hey, getting rid of the extra weight can mean independence I'm going to still have pants on. I don't know why. I don't. Maybe it's the three caffeines make me say stupid things. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, if you would like to join us on our fitness challenge, find our Facebook group. It is Stories We Tell in Bars Fitness Challenge. And Yay. with that... I'm going to give the toast today. Please I would do. like to propose a toast. I'm going to propose a toast to my new pants. I yes. have new pants. I am They're very, cute. I'm very excited about them. They were $29.99 from Target's Uncommon Threads line, and they've got all like like all dings and holes in them, but then they're lined so my fat doesn't squoosh out of the holes. So I have the look of distressed jeans, but you don't see all of my distressing flesh. So here's to you, Target. We, Cheers. Yes, we appreciate you, Target. <laughs> so... uh you know, we're going to talk about Target we do love. Um, so we're actually going to, this is a big topic. So yeah. we are going to come back for the binge portion of the show where we're going to get into all things hatred. Um, but we'll be back after the break. We're going to take a dance break, aren't we? Because we've had a lot of caffeine and we can't. We really have. Yeah. <laughs> It's Jen, and we are back. And this is the Stories We Tell in Bars podcast. We are welcoming you back to the binge portion of our show. Where we're going to talk about the things that completely annoy us. I have tons. Collectively, we have so many that we, I don't know, will we even be able to get through our list? That's why we made a very short opening <laughs> shot. But we are going to try. And I feel like we need to clarify this, that I think what we hate is different than pet peeves because pet peeves, as I learned, are all about our neuroses, of which I have many. And today, <laughs> what we hate are more things that just bother us in general. And also, as the opening quote indicated, sometimes hate can be a motivator. Mm -hmm. Or as Lee and I believe, love can conquer all, but sometimes hate can get you through. I love that quote. It's a great, I think it's a great theory. And so I, I think that um, you have an interesting theory about a successful marriage that you shared. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've actually, this is this is something that I've worked into um, some of my stand-up because Gina and I are doing advanced level stand-up and some writing stuff all the time. And at some point we'll post things so you guys can actually see it. But people are always like, oh, the, you know, the key to a successful marriage is love, it's companionship, it's passion, it's respect. No. No, a lot of times you can be really, really happy if you two just hate the same thing at the same time. That's perfect. That's, you know, it's you're bonding. You're bonding together against enemies. a common, common enemy. You know? exactly, exactly. So I say we dig in. Is there anything in particular you want to start with? Yes, and this falls under the umbrella of inconsiderate people. Uh, I am not a fan. <sighs> just this is a mild one, but I hate when you tell someone that you have to get off the phone. And they keep talking anyway. 
Um, but you probably don't hate this because you don't talk on the phone, or maybe this is why you don't talk on the phone. That's, well, I don't talk on the phone that much because I generally can't hear it because the phone is not shaped ergonomically for your goddamn head. It's not phone-shaped. <laughs> it's brick-shaped. People shouldn't be speaking into bricks, big bricks, small bricks, any bricks. That's a pet peeve. See, that's not what I hate. I don't. I don't no, like. No, but that's not what you hate. You hate that the phone. You don't like not being able to hear, but you also hate. And you know, mine kind of can be classified as a, a pet peeve too. But it's still an inconsiderate thing. It's still something I hate. Right. But the phone shape is definitely something that it's you hate. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. So that's that's. I a mean, good it's hatred. great for a screen. It is terrible for a phone and it makes me crazy and i also like regular phone i'm fine talking on like the regular phone with the big receiver you stick it under your shoulder but w- at this point we don't even have a landline yeah. because fletch when he was rewiring stuff like two years ago somehow disconnected the whole goddamn house from the phone system and he kept saying well this it shouldn't have happened this way the it, the the wires were daisy chained together instead of blah 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 I'm like all i know is you went down to the basement to install some new cable stuff stuff and we came back we didn't have phone service we had phone service we paid for we just couldn't pick up the phone and get a dial tone and he kept saying well like well no nothing i did would have done that and i said again you went down the stairs we had phone service you came back up the stairs no phone service so so that is i mean that's that's just fletch and that's part of his charm and we didn't we don't really need a home phone but um i don't like cell phones because a lot of times there's that delay too and then you talk and then they start talking and it's just awkward it's like trying to dance and you're both trying to lead and i hate that well i hate that you don't have a home phone because when i'm trying to call you if i'm running late and i'm coming to your house or something it's fruitless to call either of your cell phones because neither of you will well, pay we attention should to just them. assume that we're always going to be late like getting here today you're what 30 miles away it took me almost two hours yeah. you are always going to be late because there is nothing but bullshit between my house and your house this is true you know okay. i mean it's worth it something else we hate so yeah <laughs> anyway so this hatred thing wasn't this the topic of a subject of, wasn't this like a subject of your blog years ago oh i'm sure things i can't you hate it was definitely oh, companies yeah, yeah. you hate oh no i i yeah i had a large running list i can't even remember what was on it but there was a lot mm-hmm. a whole lot there was a lot it was entertaining anyway okay um i'm gonna start with like a mild thing that i hate this is this is little it's dumb, but I hate it when I buy something, like especially like TJ Maxx, I'm looking at you, um, and they put the price tag on, and they put them on super sticky so you can't take and swap the tags, but they apply these bastards with super glue, and then it is impossible to get rid of the gooey substance. It's just, you just touch it, and it's sticky, and you touch it, and it's sticky, and it just, and you scrub it, and it I hate that too, especially when it's on a home decor item that's meant to be displayed. Exactly. So you've got like a vase, and then on the side of it, you've got this rectangle yeah. of of a price Filth. tag that it once was. It goo. It's annoying. But do you ever do you ever try that Goo Gone stuff though? Because that oh no no tends I, to help. I'm aware that Goo Gone works, but the Goo Gone <laughs> is never where the Goo Gone is supposed to be because the Goo Gone is gone. It's down <laughs> there gone with people who are fixing things. Fixing air quotes in the basement. And destroying your phone service. Exactly. Okay. All right. Cool. Here's one. What is it with plastic packaging? And why does every company want to hermetically seal each and every item, even if it doesn't make any sense? So are they trying to protect it from us or us from it? I don't really get it. I don't know. (sighs) I was once traveling. I was in some city and I was driving a rental car and I realized that I didn't have a a charger for my phone. Mm -hmm. So I pop into Best Buy, I buy a car charger. 
and then proceeded to bloody my hands <laughs> trying to rip the shit out of the packaging. I mean, seriously, I had blood all over my hands as I'm trying to rip it. And it was the hardest, sharpest plastic you've oh, ever yeah. seen for a car charger. This is not anything that's going to kill you. It's not anything that, like, even if someone stole it, the margins. Right. I mean, it just doesn't even make sense. It would be easier sense. to get a security tag off of something. It absolutely was. Honestly, I was would. about to get some dynamite and blow that bitch open. I was so sick of it. When I um when when CDs used to be a big thing, when people had CDs before they had, like, Bluetooth and stuff, I used to keep a pair of scissors in my glove compartment mm-hmm. that if I bought a CD case, that's how I would open things. I mean, I just like, I know this is going to be a problem. I'm going to carry scissors. And if I ever see a choice like on Amazon or in the store, like, oh, it comes with hassle-free packaging. Even if that product is a dollar or two more than the product I wanted, if it's a hassle-free packaging, I am on it. Yeah, it's it's really a selling point, especially the ones that just like zip open, like those ones yeah. where it's a very easy tab to pull. I traded a car in. This is so funny. So I traded a car in some years ago before I got my current mm-hmm. girlfriend. And um, I, was, I was getting my stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. And from between the driver's seat and sort of that center console, yeah. I produced a four-inch knife. <laughs> And the salesman's looking at me like, why do you have a knife? Why would you not have a knife? I have a knife right now. It's open packaging. Yeah, I have a knife right now. It it was in there. But the thing is, probably more than four inches. It's probably like a six-inch knife. But he's just looking at me like, what do you do in this car? I was like, I open shit that I buy. Because it's the only way that I'm going to do it without having to go to the hospital and needing stitches. Yeah, exactly. I bought bought a thing of Flonase yesterday. And... I was just like smashing it with a mallet because I couldn't find any of our scissors in the kitchen, probably with the goo gone. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I am, I, I am ready to never buy Flonase again, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, because I couldn't get it open, but I finally did get it open now. And then all your symptoms are just exacerbated because yeah. you can't get the thing. Don't, don't start on me with your symptoms. Oh my God. Nice this, segue. D- don't. <sighs> Here is something that I've realized. (gasps) The older we get, the more likely we are to discuss our maladies. And I am calling a big TV timeout on this because nothing ages you faster than sitting around and talking about A, the medication you take, B, the pain you're in, C, the doctors you're, you're going... like. Can we talk about hookups or something? I mean, that is clearly not anything I do. Is anyone having sex with a stranger? Let's talk about that. Tell me about that. Like, I I will talk about fitness all day long while I sit there and eat chocolate cake. That's very interesting to me. But just having conversations about health? No. no. Like, tell me what you're doing to be healthier. But it's just, oh, it. It's what old people do. Fletch said, you know, growing up, because his, his parents were considerably older. His parents were in their late 40s when they had him. He uh. was Because he has a sister who's 10 years older and a sister who's 20 years older that he's never even lived in the same house with. He's wow. met her like three times. And I she's a treat. She's that much older than Oh, yeah. yeah. She's a treat. She's one. retired. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So all his mother and grandmother ever discussed was their health, someone else's health. Don't talk to me about... I don't want to... He- like, if I'm sick, I'll tell people, oh, hey, I'm sick. Just so you know, this is why I'm slow at getting something done. This is why it's half-assed. This is why it seems like I sent this to you on codeine, because uh, those are all good reasons. But it's not... 
It's not interesting to me. Ask no. me what I'm reading. Ask me what I'm watching. Ask me what I'm eating. Ask me how the dogs are. Don't ask me how I feel because you can't fix it. No, you can't fix it. Nobody wants to really talk about it. I, this, it drives me batshit crazy. When I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I had an older aunt and I love her to death and she loved writing letters. Here's the problem. That's really sweet. It was sweet, but she didn't really have a lot to talk about because she was in her 80s and she wasn't, you know the spry 80s she was the you know and not like your dad in a club at 90 no she's not that person so she didn't have a lot to talk about so she would write several pages of detailed descriptions about how she was expectorating phlegm oh and for the record mucus is not high on the list of desirable topics for a 15 year old i'm just saying i don't think it's high on the list (laughs) for anyone it isn't like i may talk about an injury right Mm -hmm. because it's not chronic it's Mm -hmm. just oh i had knee surgery you know whatever but i don't want to sit around and talk about any kind of arthritic tendencies i'm getting or anything you know i I mean we thought we laughed about this last week that i would like a new hip right now we did just sitting in the car coming down here i would like a new hip but you know what i haven't talked about since then my hip your hip it hurts yeah it just does on with my life exactly you know it doesn't help to sit around and wax ad nauseum about yeah, it. Oh, and Fletch isn't here because he's he's at the chiropractor right now <laughs> working on his wonky pelvis. <laughs> but the, apparently the, the, the <gasps> chiropractor's like, oh, we should get you some more range of motion today. I'm like, well, I look forward to that. <laughs> you had to watch him squat all night. <laughs> oh, I have another one. I have another one. Okay. Okay. Well, Voicemail. Okay. I hate voicemail in general. Okay, so most people abuse voicemail. Okay. It is an abuse of technology to call someone, leave them a message to say, hey, it's me, give me a call back. This is going to end, Mr. Fletcher. Fletch has one friend who does this. Fletch is ready to not be friends with him. Like, in the time it takes you to leave me a voicemail to tell you to call me back, you could just say, are we meeting here, yes or no? Exactly. It's so annoying. My mother and I used to go back and forth about this all the time. And this is, you know, my mother's been passed away for 10 mm-hmm. years. So, Oh, if she's still leaving you voicemails, I'd be <laughs> if she's still, I, I would want to hear them if she's leaving them. But she used to call and say, it's your mother. Call me. First of all, I realized that you've called because <laughs> I have caller ID and I right. see that you've called. Second of all, you don't leave anything meaningful in the voicemail. Right. Tell me, like, Fletch. Like Fletch complains about, I'm on the way. Tell me something that I want to know, but don't just say, hey, call me, because I've had to make a phone call Mm -hmm. to listen to you say, hey, call me. I don't listen to my voicemails. I just read the voice transcription. And that's kind of funny, too, because then it becomes like a Mad Lib, because the voice transcription doesn't capture stuff correctly. Exactly. So that's fun to me. So like, okay, if I'm going to get a voicemail, at least I'm going to have some fun with it. And then I'll try to guess what they have to say. Right. Well, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd rather read it. You're right. If someone must leave me a voicemail. What about when people, do you get mad when people leave you voicemails that are two and a half minutes long? Yes. Because if I have to leave a voicemail, I panic. That's one of those situations where I have to talk and I panic, like in the drive-thru of a fast food place. Uh-huh. I'd like, oh, I'm panicking. I just, Give me I six ramble. tacos. Yeah. I, well, that's not panic so much as just. <laughs> just I'm hungry. Just Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, for work, if I really need info, that's appropriate. Then I do not mind someone leaving right. me a long voicemail. Right. It's better that than I have no info, right? Right. If it's personal, there is absolutely nothing that anyone needs to tell me for two minutes yeah. on a voicemail. It's just not necessary. 
So yeah, that gets on my nerves too. I also Mm. panic when I leave a voicemail because I, I am not a hundred percent sure of my phone number. And then when I'm tasked to give my number on demand, I panic and then I start guessing at numbers. Oh, there's a dry cleaner that had to finally put our dry cleaning under Fletch's phone number because I would get in there and I would just start (laughs) guessing numbers. Fletch is like, that is not your phone number. That has never been your phone number. Like, like two two nine seven. Like I don't. That is no code that has ever been anything important in my life. But that's what I like. But that's what you give yeah. people. That is hysterical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You okay. really haven't been the best at knowing your own now, phone number. Anyway, since we are discussing inconsiderate communicators, how do you feel about time burglars? Definition, please. That is. Okay, we talked about fast times at Ridgemont High in the last episode. That is somebody who is on my time. Uh-huh. If I am in... Okay, perfect example. <laughs> and bless her heart, we're in a comedy class. In comedy class, people are always jockeying for position, trying to say something funny. That's like a one-liner. That's like a quip. That's like a... Don't, don't tell us the same goddamn story 40 times in response to somebody else's set that has nothing to do with the set, but you just want to hear yourself speak. This is true. There is a person in our class who I won't name. However, and she's lovely. She's a nice person. So I don't, I sit next to you in that class and this just gets, you start off like this and then it gets louder. And then it's like, you're the Hulk busting out of your little, your little denim shorts because you are about to turn green and, and wild. All of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm normal. And then I go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Because the last class, our class is about three hours. She spent, like, you weren't in the last one. She wasn't no. either. But the one before that, she spent, she took about 40 minutes of our time. Uh-huh. And when I look at what we paid for the class, I mean, they, they are reasonable, but we still we still paid for it. Like, this is my time. I have become Mr. Hand. I really have. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's really out of hand. Yeah. Pardon the pun. It is. And I don't really know what to do about it. And I don't know what the teacher would do about it. So would it be a situation where she would talk to this person and say, I just need you to shut the hell up in class? I I don't know how you shut someone down who is just genuinely excited to tell us stuff, even though it doesn't matter, it's not related. And I would think that us shifting and rolling our eyes and just being, frankly, two bitchy girls... Like, like, I mean, come on, like, <laughs> come on now, come on, We're and not like that bitchy. I mean, I, I really try to be present, and I want to be a good audience, and I want to be supportive. But shut up, right? Well, I don't even think we're being bitchy because here's why. I'm so there bitchy were, in my head. There were people. Remember the first class, and you were like, "Oh, I thought she was nice." I'm like, "Yeah, I think she needs to shut the hell up." Because yeah, yeah. there were people that I wanted to hear from. Right. I wanted to hear stories from others in our class. There are yeah. people that I find interesting. It isn't because I want to talk. That's for sure. Like yeah. I always rather listen. I so, offer nothing in that class. No, neither do I. On. I'm trying to soak it all in, yeah. and the only thing I've soaked in so far are three of the same stories that she's told. Yeah. In the time that I've been there, and I've yeah. missed, you know, so. Yeah, the and time you burglar. The first week where we heard them all in the first place. Exactly, and then I've heard them twice. That means you've sat through each story at least three or four. They're times They're my stories now. You've given them to me. They are, and I don't even want them. We're gonna adopt them for stories we tell in the bar. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, here, you know what? Here's my rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. My rule of thumb, and I did. I also did this in one of my sets. Don't make me be a jerk. Right. Don't don't put me in a position where I'm like, well, now I have to be an asshole. Like I, I talked about this as part of um, one of my sets, where I was doing a set about pets, <clears throat> and I was talking about Hambone having to go on Prozac and um, going to the Walgreens and hearing the dumbest thing I have ever heard a person who had an actual good job say, because I, I, um, it's a lot cheaper to get Hambone's Prozac at Walgreens than it is at the vet. I mean, okay. it's like 30 bucks at Walgreens. It's $120 Ooh, at the vet. Like, okay. and she's going to be on it for the rest of her life because bitch be crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love so, her. so the, the pharmacist was very kind and said, well, why don't we make sure we, um, you know, we get her a uh, prescription discount card. She can't be on yours. She's her own customer. She's her own entity. Okay, great. So we filled out the the information and then she goes to me does your dog have an email address <laughs> now i know what she was trying to say i understand what she meant to say but that is not what she said i i had a myriad of snappy retorts running through my head like you were begging me right now to be an asshole you're saying please what is the bitchiest thing you can say in return to me right now and this is a person who literally holds my dog's life in her hands if she's like well you're an asshole guess who's getting you know whatever and i think i finally just said no she does not she prefers the lost art of writing letters like your aunt she'd probably talk about her phlegm you know or how she almost got it libby I almost got her today. That yeah. would be the ham boat conversation. She wouldn't even talk about her own health. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's just. What, like, what she wants to terrorize. Like, don't That's make so me be funny. an asshole. So when you sit there and you <laughs> steal our time from our class, you are pushing me into the asshole to lane. Jerkdom. And once once I fall off the asshole ledge, it's free fall. There's no, there's no recovery from that. That happens to me at you the know? cell phone store all the time. See, because, I don't go to the cell phone <gasps> store. Why would I go to a cell phone? To straighten out a problem that you have with your phone, Mm. I had a broken phone, Mm -hmm. and they ask you a series of questions that don't make a lot of sense. Well, I guess they make sense for certain customers, but they don't make sense. Were they asking you like your bra size? Well, no. I mean, that (laughs) they ask you about your phone habits, and so. Finally. It's not your goddamn business. You know what my phone habit is? My phone habit is I can't fit my phone against my head because my head isn't flat. Well, that's your phone problem. Oh. <laughs> but I'm talking about the mechanical problems of the phone. Oh. So they asked me because I said, well, the, the headset, I can't, not the headset, but the ear piece, I couldn't hear anything. Um, and it sounded, was it turned on? sounded very muffled. No, oh. it was turned on. It was fine it was just i couldn't when i picked up the phone and was trying to listen to people talk it just sounded very muffled Mm. and so the salesperson asked me or the troubleshooter asked me oh do you take it in the shower with you what and so i just looked at her and i said no do a lot of people take shower calls that's exactly what i you know and so she i looked at her like she was crazy they must if that's an issue see this is the thing so People ask questions or signs are made yep. or laws are enacted yeah. because of the dumbest thing that someone's going to do. Mm-hmm. So if you see a sign or if someone asks, do you bring your phone in the shower? That means a customer has probably walked yeah. in with righteous indignation and said, I was answering a call in the shower and now my phone doesn't work. What the hell? 
right? Mm-hmm. So she asked me that question, and I was just like, "Did you, are you lobbing me a softball? <laughs> like, would you just like for me to knock that out of the park? No, idiot, I didn't take it in the shower. What Don't is wrong make me with be a jerk. you? Exactly. Um, I had another thought, and I just it just slipped out of my head, and it had something to do with being a jerk. But does it have something to do with my head being flat? No, it head my being not. my head being wrong shaped. I mean, just imagine if they made chairs like, well, this chair looks good. So let's make this chair look good and make it absolutely impossible for you to sit and be comfortable. I've sat in some chairs that I swear they did not consider any sort of comfort comfort whatsoever. They just looked good. Yeah. Once in a while, you'll get into like a diner. Like this is a diner thing where the back of the chair is at a 90 degree angle and you have to sit straight up and like, I am so uncomfortable. I don't even want to eat my omelet. I think that's by design. That is. They want you to get the hell out of there after you eat. But the, well, I have a pet peeve, not pet peeve. I do have, this is actually a hate. Okay. When a chair is covered in something and it makes it look cushy. But then when you sit on it, it's as hard as a floor. Have you ever had the situation where you look and you see something? No, because I have ass fat. (laughs) I have ass fat. I bring my own cushion. (laughs) (laughs) But I see these like the banquettes seating maybe and there's no cushion. That drives me insane. No, that is that is not something that I've noticed. But now that you have put it in my head. Next um, time, see some. Well, I don't know. There'll be a next time, or if you can even orchestrate it, it will catch you by surprise, and you will not be happy. That's the way it will work. Well, I look forward to that. So, I bet you um, do. why don't we why don't we take a, like a, a quick breather? Yep. Um, to catch our breaths and and figure out what else we hate, and we will come back with the last call segment where we will discuss more things that we hate. Yes. Let's and do I will it. probably talk about phones again. Okay. Bye. No, not bye. Not bye. After, After the break. break. <laughs> Welcome back to Stories We Tell in Bars with me, Jen Lancaster, and my podcast partner in love, Gina B. In love. We're, we're not in love with each other. We're just... <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. We are back, and we're talking about all the things that we hate. I don't even know that we can fit them all in this episode, because we, there's just... There are, there are so many specific things that make me angry and literally make my blood boil. You know what's interesting? When I was mm. telling Fletch that we were doing this topic, he's like, oh, I try really hard not to hate things because that makes me too angry. I'm like, have you met yourself? Yeah, you no, hate everyone and everything. He's like, but not to the degree that I could because it would make me crazy. Like, okay. Okay. So you know who I hate? People who look at pets as accessories, oh. and then the second they become incon- inconvenient, they dump them in a shelter. I I want to find them and dump them at a shelter. Yeah, you know, I have a friend who waxes ad nauseum about this topic on Facebook, and she gets really angry. She herself has, you like her, she has a couple of pit bulls, and she just adopted oh. this over-energetic chihuahua. <laughs> and the pit bulls are so patient with this little chihuahua oh. because she bites on their jowls. She thinks Nicole has a long ponytail. It, it's just, they just sit there like, really? You could just see them looking at each other like, are you kidding me no, right now? Can you believe this shit? And Nicole has a long ponytail, so she's she has um, sent She's shown us pictures of the dog basically swinging for her ponytail because the dog <laughs> thinks that it's a toy. So it's very cute. But anyway, so one of her big platforms is you are the only person that your dog knows. 
Yeah. You have friends, you have things that you do. You are that dog's life. Mm -hmm. And for you to just take that dog who doesn't know anyone else and send it to a shelter because you just can't deal is the the worst thing in the world. Well, I'm moving apartments and they don't take dogs. Then make a different decision. Exactly. Move into you know? an apartment with the dog. You are a person with a dog. You cannot live places that do not take dogs. I mean, the ones that make dogs. me feel bad are Okay, this guy got called up for active duty. Well, that fucking sucks yeah. because now they're going to go be heroes for America. That or or the, people got too elderly, they went into a nursing home. Like th th there I know that there are circumstances where pets end up in shelters, but people like, well, my boyfriend doesn't really like dogs, so I guess I'm just going to have gonna a boyfriend and not a dog. Right. Oh, or my I boyfriend's allergic. Fat. I hope you get so it's fat. Like, I think you need to give him some Benadryl and tell him to get through it. I hope he gives you syphilis. I hope he does. I hope you do cuz you know you know who would never give you syphilis? You're dog your dog would not i do would that hope to you i would never yeah have you okay this is completely off topic but have you seen all these pictures of afghan hounds recently no this has been a big thing on faith no one's having sex well i guess they could but th oh, that's God. not the topic of oh thank of, god no no no, no um there was like a meme that came out about a week or two ago and we'll put we'll put this on our facebook page and it was an afghan hound that had his her ears hair um, pulled back into a ponytail and they gave it an Instagram caption that she's like, oh, she really loves her friends and her avocado toast. And they really, <laughs> like with their hair is magnificent, like with these long swoops. And I thought, I should, could I take this to my hairdresser and say, could you do my hair like this if it's an Afghan hound? Or is that weird? That would, would be, that be weird. You just want a, you just want a majestic so, ponytail. It's so pretty. I'm like, you are better than a Barbie styling head with all that hair. My God, it's glorious. Oh, there's are some gorgeous just, styles. I'm I've, glad it wasn't anything bad. Well, I've, no, I've never seen one of them in real life. And I'm also, as you know, obsessed with Brussels Griffons. Oh, that's right. I that's follow awesome. like 30 of them now on Facebook. And I've never, the ones that are with the short hair, because the, the, the ones that are scruffy are cute, but the ones with the short hair are smaller mm -hmm. and poutier. If I actually see one in person, I don't know what I would do with myself. You just take the dog and put it in your purse and take it home. You know, and I don't even know, like, if in real life I would like them that much because they're small and they're yippy and they're super, super high energy. Mm -hmm. But I love watching them. I mean, it's just, I am obsessed with them. You're not a big, like, small dog person No, at all. I'm not. And that's the thing. But they have very, very <clears throat> big dog personalities. They have, like, they have a lot of, like, terrier personality, a lot of pug personality. Mm -hmm. Well, because I think that they are somehow some sort of a, a, like, bastardized version of a pit bull and a pug and, and something little. I like little dogs. Anyway, okay. You know anyway, what else I hate? What's that? Don't talk to me in a store. I mean, okay, <laughs> if you're like a reader, come up to me. Yes, please. I would love that. That would be so great. Um, but if you're like, oh, I don't know, at Menards and you have a new energy solution you would like to tell me about, if you would like to tell me about a new cable service, about a new phone, I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> and by keep walking, I mean I'm going to stand there politely and not say anything because I hate myself. <laughs> I don't like being stopped on the street or in stores in general. Street, I'm just like, go fuck yourself. But in stores, I have manners. We were in Miami a few weeks ago, and someone actually walked up to us and said, hey, can I talk to you about heifers? <laughs> <laughs> is that a strip club? Is it a cow? Is it a... I don't... What is... There is some... It's, it's obviously... No, cows... There, there's some issue, I guess, that has to do with heifers. I don't know what it is because I did not stop to listen, but I was super tempted because 
<laughs> I can't imagine why someone would stop me in the street about a heifer. What? I know some heifers. <laughs> you don't eat beef. You'd be like, you don't eat beef. He doesn't don't. eat beef. But I don't want to talk about that either. I just wanted to keep going because what we were trying to do was get to lunch. So... Don't talk to me about a half like, I haven't eaten beef in 25 lunch. years. Now, goddammit, I'm going to order a burger because you had to talk to me. Exactly. And I also hate... I'm going to eat a heifer now. I also hate when you get... Um, when you get trapped in a conversation with, say, your massage therapist, if you're getting a massage, mm-hmm. or your dental hygienist, or like, this is quiet time. Shh. Because I... I I hate the idea of being rude. So I would much rather just quietly resent you. Yeah, that's annoying because you're right. It is quiet time. And the other problem with that is that you're captive. Yes. You can't go anywhere. Yes. They know it. And so they're just going to talk a hole in your head. Yeah. Until you're, you know, and it will, okay. I have a dental hygienist that I think is delightful. And so when I go get my teeth cleaned, I enjoy hearing the next chapter of what's been going on since I've seen her. But we have a rapport. Massage therapist, please don't talk to me because I am there strictly to relax. Dental, dental, dental visits are not relaxing, just in case yeah. anyone else thought they might well, be. Well, and I am not, do you want me to like just kick you with the back of my heel? <laughs> if Like, how do you want me to respond to you? Unless it's like a number and I can... That's like, that's that's all I can do because m- your fist is in my mouth. Right. So that limits fisting. That exactly that limits our conversation dramatically. Yeah. Uber drivers, I'm not even a fan of talking so much unless it's Oh, see now upon. the only 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 time I'm ever in an Uber is I'll, if I'm like coming back from the city mm-hmm. to and, and to home and that's a treat so I'm drunk so I will talk to them. Uh, well, I will talk to them funny. about politics, about art, about religion, about their problems. I want to know everything about hair, them. Probably and that's, if you're drunk. Yeah, about that's about the only time that I want to hear you a stranger tell me some bullshit. Right. Okay. You know? That's like, fair. You know where I don't want to hear it? Facebook. I just, I just, I joined a couple of different groups on Facebook and they have made me so happy. There's the group Doggo and they're the ones that always put up, you know, dog pictures and they come up like, oh, he's heckin' good boy. They have like that weird dog speak. Mm -hmm. And now because I joined a couple of the groups, like 75 to 85% of my feed are dogs with captions. I'm like, this is amazing. And I'm also in a couple of different book clubs. And one of the book clubs that I'm in, I, I think maybe got wind of our book club and they're like, I think people are trying to poach from our book club. Like... Seriously, it, 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 I'm starting a book club. It's not competing with your book club. It's like it's not like a religion. It's not like you can just have one or just like a spouse. Right. But I, I didn't know if it was like and I mean, even maybe, in certain states you could have more than one spouse. Yes, that's true. So I did. I didn't know if it was a subtweet directed at me. But like, why would you care if someone else started a book club? People read more than one book. Like, who cares? Right. What are you just, worried just about? Just have have some choices. I thought that was weird. Anyway, but I would still actually rather have that. Then people who are, who do nothing but post about politics on Facebook. Ugh. Number one, you're never going to change anyone's, anyone's mind. mind. And again, uh, um, like for me with Facebook, it's also finding out like, hey, I did not know you were racist in high school and now I do. So now, <laughs> now you're... I can unfriend you. Now you're done. Um, but there was this big thing that came out about how many people are getting their news from Facebook. Mm-hmm. I I'd never talk about politics anywhere, but let me say this. If you base your decisions based solely on news that you get from Facebook, you deserve whoever you elected. 
And that is all I'm going to say. <laughs> because half that shit's not true anyway. People don't discern between the satire sites sure. and actual news sites. Right. And they just post. And people are like, oh my God. Well, and sometimes the real news, you're like, well, this can't possibly be true. There's no way on earth that this is happening. This is not. It, Yet here we are. No, it, mm-hmm. it can't be. Um, let's see. What else do you have? What do you have around the house? Do you have anything with Lee? Does he make you crazy at all? Oh, of you, course he does. You thanked me for your Easter basket bottle. I did. Jen saved our relationship. <laughs> she did. A few. When did, how long ago was our pet peeves episode? It was a while ago. It was a little while ago. Where I discussed Lee's loud ass water bottle and how he would open it in the middle of the night. And it would go and how I was about to take it and beat him to death with it. Yep. And Jen, in our gorgeous Easter basket, <laughs> gave us, gave him, really, I feel like she gave it to us, though, because... Oh, it was for both of you. It's, <laughs> I actually wanted to steal it, but then I thought, no, he needs to use this. Mm-hmm. It's a water bottle that is silent, and then he doesn't have to complain about, well, because of you, I'm drinking out of plastic and getting exposure to BPA. I'm like, well, shut up. It's not specifically <laughs> designed to be silent. He just happens to have a noisy one. That's like, that's not usually a flaw in most water bottles. Yeah. Well, this one, I should I should go get it so you can hear it. I believe you. Yeah. Because well, you said if, then if he leaves the cap off, he's always knocking stuff over. Exactly, because he's you know, clumsy. Because you need a different table than this, because this is, the table you have in this room lends itself to shit falling off, because it's We're never a in big this room. glass top. I'm only in this room with you ever. I know, but we when we're we're not entertaining people, he knocks things over in the bedroom or oh. in his office, and so that's because he's sitting in the bed with a computer in his lap. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what happens, or and he precariously puts something down on the floor next to the bed. Yeah, and then when he gets up to go to the bathroom for the millionth time in a day because he drinks water all day. Listen, we're getting old. That's what happens. Well, you know, it's because he drinks so much water. I don't think, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you drink two gallons of water a day, you're in that bathroom. That's so good for him. All the time. He drinks water all the time. (laughs) I'm just taking devil's advocate position here. Yeah. I bet you hate that. That's so nice. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. So he inevitably will get up and very clumsily knock over whatever is sitting next to the bed, which, yeah. by the way, he put there. So that's yeah. how the accidents happen. It doesn't have anything to do with the table. Um, I've only seen it with the table. Yeah, well, I mean, because I don't, I don't hang out in your bedroom because uh, that would be weird. So think if you've only seen it in here yeah. and you're not here very much mm-hmm. and we're not in this room very much, yeah. imagine the volume of spilling that goes on <laughs> in the bedroom where we are most of the time. Yeah. I'm just saying. But it's it's water that's being spilled. I mean, I just look at all of the disgusting fluids. Oh, sometimes that... it's wine. Oh, well. I will not okay. give him a glass with a stem any longer. <laughs> we have stemless wine glasses. And because he's broken the ones that I had that have stems. Any of the nice wine glasses that we that we have are hidden from him. Oh, so we've had nice wine glasses. We've had like the, what is it? The Riedel, the Riedel, Riedel, R-I-E-D-E-L. We've had Waterford and they're fine when we're using them. But every time we, um, we put it like in the kitchen, mm-hmm. if we don't wash it immediately, it gets broken. And every time that happens, I'm like, that was $10. Right. That was $10 They're for you expensive. to drink out of this glass to drink your stupid $10 wine. Right. Because it's, it's not me who breaks them. It's- oh, and speaking, because... Mm, that mm, that yeah. leads me into another one. <laughs> Fletch, you know, oh, I just figured it out. He's unable to bend at the waist to open the dishwasher to see if it's clean or dirty. So he assumes everything in the dishwasher is clean. So all dirty dishes go in the sink next to the dishwasher. It must be because thing. of his pelvis. No, no, no. It's because of his chromosomes. He is male. 
And if you have an XY chromosome, I am convinced that you are unable to determine what is in the dishwasher because you simply do not care. Well, because here's the thing. He's helpful. He does things around the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that he won't, but he Mm -hmm. won't look. I think this has something to do with men and dishes. You saw the breakup, right? Yes. I want you to want to do (laughs) the dishes. Lee will put stuff in the sink. The sink will be piled high with dishes. I didn't know if it was dirty or clean. Here's how you tell if the dishwasher is full of dirty dishes in our house. Mm -hmm. You look at the top rack. Mm -hmm. If you see a stemless wine glass that has wine residue and it's red (laughs) in the bottom of it, that means that everything in there is dirty. Oh, see, ours, you just have to open it and look, is the dishwasher door clean or is it dirty? Mm -hmm. Because we're not great at rinsing Mm. because this is usually me anger stacking things in the dishwasher and Fletch, i mean th- apparently there's two kinds of people that that load the dishwasher there are the people who are like the artists and picassos or something we read this on a dishwasher site i don't know why we're on dishwasher sites yeah, I but wondering. i will throw as much shit in as crooked and janky as possible whereas <sighs> he will do it so neatly that's me so precisely i just precise. like no just get it in so we can get it out um so all you have to do, because again, not great on rinsing, all you have to do is the door dirty, is the door clean. That's but easier. Because he's also too busy not taking out the garbage. He will, <laughs> he will, he is his own personal trash compactor. No matter how full the trash is, he can always get one more thing on it. And then he'll like crunch, crunch, crunch it down. Where And then he gets mad at me because I never have shoes on in the house. So I take the garbage, I pull it out of it, and then I put it right inside the garage door. And he's like, how hard is it to get to the garbage can inside the garage? It's four feet away. Like, don't you start this. Don't ask me about how hard things are because you can't even put things in the dishwasher and you're one foot away from them. Exactly. That's... I, I did a little test to see how long garbage could collect. How long? Oh, there could be a half of a room full of garbage before Lee's like, oh, I think I should take the garbage out. Like, oh, he yeah, actually gets I that. I think I should murder you. He, oh, well, it's, I, I'm, I, I'm there with a cattle prod <laughs> making sure that he gets it. But it's just astonishing to me that you could walk by four bags yeah. of garbage. And, dude, that's your job. That's the man's thing. Like, take yeah. the freaking garbage out. Like, Fletch lives half of his life in the basement because he's always got little projects going mm-hmm. on down there. So if Turn something off is, your phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if there's something big or heavy that has to go down the stairs, I stack it next to the garage door. Mm-hmm. Or, or to the, the door down to the basement. He will walk by it 9,000 times. Mm-hmm. Like, why... Are you not taking this? He doesn't, yeah. There's a lot of things that just men don't do. Yeah. Man looking. You know what man looking is? Leah's guilty of man looking. I th- is it when you tell me, oh, can you get some yogurt? We don't have any. And you open the, open the door and there's a giant <clears throat> tub of it sitting right there. If it was a snake, it would bite you. Is that man looking? That's man looking. Yep. Man looking is, is the, the most incomplete search process possible fletch was so bad at this that i instituted a policy that if i open it and find it in less than five seconds i'm allowed to punch him in the face (laughs) (laughs) we didn't do that the other day i told him lee can never find his hat and he swears he's dying if he's not wearing one so it isn't a situation where he could say okay i don't know where it is i'm just gonna leave you know what that is because it's april and it's snowing in chicago and that is sucks But Lee also, you know, I've got to keep my head covered and whatever. So, <laughs> well, it's either that or he grows the long hair again. Oh what do God, you want? No, no, no. That's fine. The hat. The hat. Yeah. But 
he can never find a hat. And the other day... Does he just have one? He has quite a few, but he's lost them. Oh. And so one of them he left in an Uber. Okay. And he has one, and I, I probably got it for him, but I really don't like this hat. I don't care. As long as it covers his head, I don't care what it looks mm-hmm. like. But he, the other day, he was looking for his hat, and he, he accuses me of moving his stuff. So I make <laughs> the point of not touching his stuff ever. Right. Because I don't want to be accused of moving anything. Right. Well, you put things on top of this is the reason why you can't find anything, right? I was like, are you man looking? <laughs> and so now the question is, did you look or did you man look? Oh, I like that. And he'll say, I looked. I was like, Lee, if I come in there and find that hat within five seconds, I'm going to take it and I'm going to beat you to death with it because you See, are not there's looking a, There's for your a hat. real similarity between us, there right? Is. It's interesting that we go straight to violence, <laughs> go, isn't it? Because it's, it's frustrating because that means what happens is that either of us, we have to stop what we're doing yep. to go find something that is literally right in front of their faces yeah. that they don't care to look for. Or I've threatened to staple gun the damn hat to his head. Yeah. That's the other, the other threat. I will take a staple gun and you will never <laughs> take it. <laughs> well, you know what would work even better? A nail gun. <laughs> exactly. Would a nail gun penetrate the hard head, though? Oh, absolutely. Didn't you ever see that that lethal weapon where the guy was like oh, shooting people right, with, right. with... Anyway. That's a good weapon. So what else do we hate? What else do we hate before we wrap? Because there, I feel like we have so many things. Um, what well, else I'm is interested on, in what other people list. hate. So people should tell us in... Um, People should tell us in the comments what makes them crazy. Because again, I think a hatred is different than a pet peeve. A hatred is so different. And I'm learning because I used to, I, I, I still sometimes will jumble hatreds and pet peeves because they're equally annoying to yeah. me. But you're right. It's very different. Like people who use their office like their living room. Uh, see, I don't have to deal with that anymore because I don't, I mean, I Neither haven't gone I. to an office in a long time. But if you cook broccoli and fish in the office microwave, there's a special place in hell for you. Yes. No one People wants to smell that shit. walking around without their shoes on. This <sighs> is not your house. That is gross. You stop that. Keep your shoes on in general. Or people who are on flights and they take their shoes off and then they stick their feet. There are so... I think there are actually websites devoted to that, for, to people being gross. Yeah, there are. For people, you're sitting there and all of a sudden bare feet are next to you on a plane. That is completely disgusting. I mean, I just wouldn't want my skin to touch any of anything. There are many people that that don't care. They don't care. I don't understand how that works. Yeah. My crazy racist. We're beeping. We're beeping again. My crazy racist coworker used to do that all the time. Yep. Yep. And she also had every single vitamin in a drawer. What did did her office smell like? Because vitamins smell terrible. They do. They were all capped and and they, they, they weren't. They didn't really smell. Why did she take weird. her vitamins at the office? Because she needed it with a meal? I just, I really Well, why know. did she have a giant bag of cat hair that she was making into buttons, I guess, well, there's is the larger too. question. Yeah. You know. That was weird. I mean, there's so much. We should do a whole episode on how crazy she is. Yeah. I have a PhD in her crazy at this point. So, but, anyway. All right. Okay. I, I think we should keep in mind our opening shot that a lot of these hates propel us into things that we actually love. That's right, because there's nothing better to highlight what you love than to experience a hatred. <laughs> I concur. And I think that is the end of this. I think this was a fun topic. I do too. So do us a favor. If you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes, as that will help other listeners find us. Now, for more about me, check out JenLancaster.com. And you can keep up with Gina B at IamGinaB.com. 
email us at stories we tell in bars at gmail.com um, participate in our challenge at stories we tell in bars fitness challenge so hey. I don't we, we talked about hatred today but we had no dings today we had That's no amazing. pretentiousness dings today so we for us we're doing pretty well I we'll, think we let come tell us what we should talk about next so we can just really wreck them up yeah, we want <laughs> we want to ding it up over here. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't. Anyway, so I guess that is it for us. Now you don't have to go home. But you got to get the hell out of here. And now we have to figure out how to stop the recording because Lee is not in the room. Oh, I can do it. You know how to do this? Yep. Okay. I'm learning. Okay.